G'day and welcome back to Homestyle Green. This is episode 7 of Homestyle Green podcast and today I'm going to talk a little bit about an evaluation that was completed recently about or of the Warm Up New Zealand Heat Smart program. Uh, some very interesting results that have come out of some very good research uh, from that the uh, that program. But uh, before we get into that, I wanted to just have a bit of a chat about things that are going on at the moment for me. Uh, for those that have listened to previous podcasts and, and also checked out the website, you may may know that um, I do some other things related to making houses more sustainable during the day in my uh, in my job. And that keeps me keeps me pretty busy. So progress on the website and this show isn't always as fast as I would like it to be. So I do appreciate your patience there. And I'd love to get some comments and some feedback on on the types of things that you'd like to see up on there. Some uh, things that I've added this week is uh, some uh, announcements or, or news from around the world. Um, so... Uh, check that out. It's quite good to. There's so much happening uh, in in the area of energy efficiency, renewables, uh, green building, and it can be quite quite tricky to keep in touch with it all. I quite like to just get a few headline points of things that are going on from around around the world, particularly in Europe and and the US. So I've added a little bit of a a, a newsreel feature onto the website. And certainly, uh, love to get comments there. So um, jump on there and and um, fill the fill your boots with um, putting in comments at the end of of uh, blog entries. And you can also contact me uh, at comments at homestylegreen.com. And I'd love to get any questions that people might have about uh, building green or living sustainably. Um, you might have product product related questions. Uh, I, I know I've certainly got a few at the moment. I've got a few questions around um, the priorities of what should what should we do next, and weighing up a few big decisions about some possible purchases. Things like um, maybe double glazing a couple of windows, or um, should we install um, the central heating, which I've, I've mentioned before, versus uh, getting a heat pump. And I know that uh, quite a lot of people have uh, questions around ventilation systems, and I, I definitely intend to uh, cover that one off pretty pretty soon because um, they're uh, very uh, very prevalent, I guess, in um, in New Zealand, and um, a lot of people swear by them. And there's some some great research about where and when ventilation systems can be effective and when they're not effective. So um, yeah, do head on over to homestylegreen.com and uh, love to get your feedbacks and uh, and comments there. And um, once again, appreciate your patience and um, we do aim to just truck along and, and upgrade that site as we, uh, as we get going. Now, a couple of things that are coming up in end of June uh, here in Auckland, uh, New Zealand that uh, definitely want to bring people's attention to first. Uh, well, they're both uh, New Zealand Green Building Council events and they run uh, one uh, consecutively. The first is the Sustainable Housing Summit. Now, I highly recommend anyone who has any interest in this area to, to head along to uh, that summit. It's a, it's a one-day 
uh, event up here in Auckland. It's going to be great uh, content. We get some international speakers there. The uh, keynote speaker is Bill Dunster. And if you were like me and had never heard of Bill Dunster before, then I encourage you to head over to the Z Factory and you'll very quickly see some of the great work that Bill Dunster has achieved. He's actually uh, very well known in the UK and Europe, and he's done some amazing stuff um, in the Z Factory, which uh, we, we might talk a little bit more about in a future episode. So he's he's certainly, he's probably worth coming for um, alone, but we've also got some other great uh, speakers during that day. Um, let me just see here on the, the website, there's a case study of a, a seven-home seven star show home and how they managed to achieve that. There is uh, another case study, which is uh, Joe Woods and Shay Brazier talking about their zero energy house uh, that they're building right now in Point Chevalier. And I uh, I had the privilege of attending a bit of a celebration at that house just last week, and it, it's fantastic. It's it's only halfway through at the moment. They've just got the, the roof on, and uh, it is one of the most unique uh, roofs in, in in probably New Zealand actually, um, and I'll I'll tell you why uh, shortly. And who else have we've got? We're going to talk. Um, there's going to be a conversation by the looks around uh, selling sustainability and just and how you how people go about um, the customers' needs of, of what sustainability means and and, and how actually, how does that actually get marketed? Um, so. Uh, that and and many more uh, speakers for that first day. So that's the Sustainable Housing Summit. That's happening on the 27th of June in Auckland and the information for that is available on the NZGBC website. Uh, I'll put a link in the show notes to this episode, but head over to nzgbc.org.nz and you'll probably see it on the front page banner for most of June 2012. So um, jump in there and, and uh, information about the the agenda is on, on the website there. Now the following day uh, after that summit, there are uh, there's a full another full day of masterclasses, so sustainable housing masterclasses. And the 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 title says it all really. If you if you are in the industry of providing services relating to sustainable building, particularly in the residential sector, then you definitely need to be there for that day on the 28th of this month in June up in Auckland. And uh, there's some great sessions there. And these are going to be more interactive sessions, I think. They're going to be, uh, it is it is a masterclass, uh, a masterclass session. So the idea is smaller groups and uh, the opportunity to to uh, interact with the speakers and uh, have some great conversations about all things green and all things sustainable. Um, that's uh, that's pretty much it for the announcements. Now, I did mention that I was going to talk a little bit about the Zero Energy House and, and why they have a unique roof. That's also another good website that I encourage people to go and uh, check out this week because they're, they've just updated their website and I, I'm hoping to get either uh, Joe or Shay on the show at some stage uh, to talk about what they're achieving 
uh, in Point Chevalier in Auckland because it is fantastic. They've just updated the website and they've got some great video content on there and a whole bunch of images, lots of images about their uh, tile roof system. So it's the, it is the New Zealand's first integrated solar uh, system in, into a uh, into a roof, and it's um, it's very very cool. Um, so head on over to zeroenergyhouse.co.nz and have a look at all the new pictures and and video that they've also got up on the, on their site and you can watch progress as well as they progress towards finishing their house uh, and they're going to very very generous uh, they're going to put all that information up online including once the house is built they're actually going to uh, put the performance data live on on a website as well they, they're um, embedding loads and loads of sensors and gauges and all sorts of cool technology into this house and all that's all that data is going to be available uh, online to watch how the house is performing so very, very exciting projects happening and it's great that that stuff's happening here in Auckland now um, one thing I'd, I wrote about this week on Homestyle Green was the release of an evaluation report for the New Zealand program now I've talked about the WAMP New Zealand program a number of times, and that that's the insulation subsidy program that is run through EnergyWise or or ECA, which is the Energy Efficiency Conservation Authority. So it's basically government subsidy of insulation and heating uh, here in New Zealand. The program's been running for uh, a few years now. That's the WAMP New Zealand program, and I I always like to think that uh, Professor. Philippa Howden Chapman was probably a pretty influential person in getting that program up and running in the first place because she and her team of health professionals and, and researchers did a lot of research, uh, well, they've been doing research for probably over a decade now, about the health implications of having warmer homes or, or fixing our cold, damp ones anyway. And um, that, I think, was a, a key part in the previous governments and um, people uh, in a position to um, set up these schemes. Um, I think her research was, it was a key influencer in, in, uh, in, in getting those schemes started and directing some funding to programs that, that make houses warmer and the pre the, the primary reason for that was because it because of research her research and connecting warmer houses to health her uh, Howden Chapman and and her other and her team of researchers were able to show that there was a net benefit to the community so that that money was actually uh, a, a very good investment because as a community we would see a return on that it wasn't just money uh, sort of being thrown out there for goodwill it was actually going to make a, 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 there was a good economic argument and and that was a key uh, turning point I think in in providing that access to that funding and, and really kick-starting the the insulation programs that, that we see still running today um, I, I mentioned uh, previously that I was lucky enough to head along to a presentation that was given uh, in Wellington about the the program and the, the findings from the the evaluation but since then the the reports have been released 
And you can find those at their their website, which is at healthyhousing.org.nz. And the, the full details are there. In fact, there's a good, really good summary. If you head over to Healthy Housing and, and just click over on the right-hand side on their, on their recent research, you see a good summary there. But I'll just run through some of the key points that, that I picked up. Um, the first, I mean, the, the big emphasis here is, is just how bad New Zealand housing stock is to start with. So that, that's uh, a bit of a no-brainer for anyone who has spent some time looking, uh, poking around inside New Zealand houses. And as uh, as was pointed out, most of New Zealand housing uh, infrastructure is what they termed as middle aged. It's it's been around for a little while. It was built in a previous area era, and there are some things that are looking a little bit tired and probably not quite fit for purpose anymore. And one of those being the lack of insulation. I'm not sure that that was ever fit fit for purpose, but it's certainly showing signs of. Um, uh, lack of for purpose now <clears throat> another key finding was uh some learning about viruses and uh, apparently this was a new thing but it was shown that or it's been shown recently that viruses survive better in the cold and this can lead to all sorts of th nasty things like or, or at least an increase in things like meningitis and that just uh, is another piece of evidence to say that um, living in a cold environment, living in a cold house is not just a matter of, of sort of toughing it out and putting on another, another jersey and and that sort of culture that we have here, that it's actually, it is causing us some real problems and we are making ourselves sick. And in fact, we're right up there with some of the worst countries in the world in terms of the just how how sick our houses are making us. Another uh, One of the key stats was that we have around 16, uh, what is that, 1,600 excess winter deaths. So 1,600 people die in New Zealand prematurely, and that is a strong correlation between uh, conditions inside homes, because that's where we spend most of our time in the winter, and uh, decreasing in health uh, and those sorts of respiratory disease that uh, can be fatal for people who are already starting from a, a fairly low health base. Um, so people that might have had some, some health issues previously. And, and that's, uh, that's a pretty scary statistic, the fact that you know, uh, uh, there are some uh, our houses are killing us. Uh, our houses are certainly affecting people in the ultimate way. Um, one of the key problems that we know that we have uh, is dampness and um, one of the, the points that was made was the, the reason for that is, is, our, is our geography that we have a high rainfall in, in New Zealand and we also have a lot of westerly winds so we've got the, all the, the, the damp air blowing over there straight from the, the Tasman Sea and, and dumping rain on us um, and that combined with some high winds in some places does lead to uh, an increase in the humidity. And so we do have a dampness problem. And I think most homers know that, but we don't necessarily build our houses. Well, we haven't tended to build our houses appropriately to deal with it. Uh, unflued gas heaters. I've, I pretty much think I mentioned this every episode so far, but this is also scary. A third of New Zealand houses have, 
have unflued gas heaters, one third. So 33% of all the houses out there have some form of, of uh, probably the, the least healthiest form of heating that's uh, available. Um, now, there's a whole bunch of, of other stuff uh, that was presented in that report, and I'm not going to go, go through it all except the bottom line, which is the, the return on that investment, which Philippa Howden Chapman and her team have calculated that to be about four to one. So that's a, a net benefit of four dollars, if you like, four dollars for every dollar that is put into improving the insulation and heating to New Zealand homes. That's a pretty staggering result. The, the previous estimates were about half of that, which was still pretty good. So two to one, uh, a, a sort of doubling of your money, was a, was a very persuasive argument for the government to step in and say, look, for every dollar that we spend subsidising insulation and getting insulation installed into homes, we're going to see a, a net benefit in the community of $2. But what they've actually found through this very extensive research is that the, the savings are twice that. That they're four dollars for every one. Now that's a very, very compelling argument for, uh, for for keeping the the program going. And indeed, that's what the what has been decided to do, is to carry the the program on for another couple of years. Um, so it's going to carry on to two thousand and fourteen. So the the but the interesting stuff of that is is um, sort of in the detail of that. We probably won't have time to go too much more into it today. But essentially that, that saving is mostly, in fact, around 90% in health savings. <clears throat> the, the actual energy savings are something like uh, 1%. So the, the expected power bill reduction for a home once you put, it, put in insulation is, is about a 1% saving, which is uh, very far from compelling as a pure... Uh, immediate economic return on investment for someone installing insulation into their homes. So I and I made a I wrote an article about that on the website this week, and I encourage people to go and check that out because uh, it it potentially makes an interesting scenario for anyone who is trying to sell insulation to a homeowner and convince them of how much power or energy they're going to save by installing insulation. Because basically, this report says installing insulation is not going to save you any money on your power bill. Um, what it will do is stop you from getting sick in the winter and it'll keep you much more uh, warmer um, and and more comfortable inside your house. Now, that's not a bad thing. It just means that uh, it, it could be interesting to see how people choose to use that that information. And uh, and, and also, the, the reason for that is very interesting because... What essentially it means is that our it's just emphasising how bad our houses are in the first place. The reason why you don't get a significant saving from your uh, in in your power bill from installing insulation in most cases is because the house is so bad to start with that the heater people have a, people run a heater during the winter, and in an uninsulated house that heater is chugging away, and people are sort of struggling to to just keep warm, once you insulate the house, you actually give people the ability to get warm. So what was, an, was not what was previously an inefficient and ineffective heater 
now at least becomes effective because some of that heat stays in the house. Um, but if if a cold house is running at at full bore with the with the full the heater going full bore, then an insulated house is probably still going to need that that same heater to be running full bore. Um, the only difference will be that now the heat the house will actually start to get warm. So there is no actual real uh, reduction in in heating costs. Um, now that's uh, that's the average case. So obviously at the, at the upper end, the a top of insulation, and if you do have a, an efficient heater, then you will see some benefit. But I thought that was a very very interesting result, uh, particularly when you do delve in, into the details, because it does emphasise the fact that most of the benefits of insulation are around around health and comfort uh, and not so much in pure economic returns on um, on people's power bill um, but anyway look that's uh that's enough for me today I think and I do encourage people to if you're interested in in the um, detail of that report head on over to healthyhousing.org.nz and there are a number of uh, sort of sub reports available with all the details on that information. And if you do want to hear more about it, then a great place uh, would be to come would be at the Sustainable Housing Summit and the masterclasses with the New Zealand Green Building Council because I am sure that people there will be talking about them and there will be some very um, uh, key players uh, who will be discussing those issues at that event. So I'm going to wrap it up there for this week. Thank you very much for listening. My name is Matthew Cutler-Welsh and this is Homestyle Green.